Thank you very much, The Walking Wounded. Uh, and we hope you are having a lovely Saturday morning. And uh, we also hope you can give us an hour of your time today because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So what we are hoping for is your participation, naturally. And uh, we'll be giving you questions on many, many different subjects. And hopefully you'll be calling up with an answer or perhaps a question of your own. We would welcome that as well. And the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free. Yes, we have a toll free number. 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. Also want to remind you, you can contact us via email. Uh, we prefer you call, but if you want to use email, that is fine. That will pop up in front of me. And that is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That's the numeral one. Mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you would like to hear us in live stream, that is K-A-L-W dot O-R-G. And, of course, if you want to hear the podcast, that should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show. Also at KALW.org and many, many other places as well. So we hope you are having a happy Hanukkah, first of all. Uh, I know this is the, what is it, the third day? It is. It it started Thursday. So this is uh, night three coming up. And I hope that uh, Lori and Kira got some lovely gifts so far. Many socks. Socks? Okay. Only socks. Can't have enough socks. That's what I would say. Okay, Harry still has not hit my house. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Fingers crossed. Okay, good. Uh, So we will start with round round introductions and then a round of questions. And here is the first. Kira Pace doesn't know about the rest of the Bay Area, but it is suddenly and aggressively winter in her house. Turn up the heat. Yeah, it, when when the house dropped down into the fifties, we decided it was probably time. Can't you put the Yule log on TV? Doesn't that provide more heat? God. Yeah. Um, in recognition of the Oxford Dictionary's Word of the Year, Laurie Fisher is hoping to find his inner Riz, trusting that it will turn up in his Hanukkah stocking by Thursday. You hope that I'm looking for my Riz, and our moderator Dana Rodriguez is one of ye merry gentlemen. That could use a rest. Hmm, definitely. And uh, we'll begin the questioning with Kira Pace. All right. So last time or last week I did this uh, with uh, Best Actresses. Now I've got some actors for you. I'm going to give you the surname of an actor and the year for which they were nominated for a Best Actor Oscar that they did not win. I want you to tell me the title of the movie that they received that Oscar name or nomination for. But all the surnames that I'm going to give you are the ones that are on their birth certificates. So not uh, their current professional names, but their birth certificate names. So uh, I've, I've nine, uh, I have nine names and years for you. And again, you tell me the name, the title of the movie for which they did not win their Best Actor Award that year. But they could have won in their careers at some point. Yes. Uh, okay. I, yes. There are definitely a couple of winners on here. 
Okay. Or they could have won uh, for something other than acting. Um, but yes, they did not win this particular Best Actor Oscar. So right. the first one, I have them in chrono- chronological order for you. The first one is Shields, 1944. Number two is Danielovich, 1949. Number three is Jenkins, 1953. Number four is Konigsberg, 1977. Number five is Bumgarner, 1985. Number six is May Pother, 1995. Number seven is Banji. 2003. How do you spell that one? B-H-A-N-J-I. Number eight is Bottom, 2005. And number nine is Douglas, 2014. So once again, Shields, 1944. Danielovich, 1949. Jenkins, 1953. Konigsberg, 1977, Bumgarner, 1995, I think he was nominated for what what year did you give? Uh, 77. 77. That's Annie Hall, isn't it? It is Annie Hall. Yeah. Com- combo yeah. win. All right. Okay. There you go. You, you get the, I, I, I want to think about the rest, but Dana, take a couple. Uh, well, Shields is, um, pretty sure Barry Fitzgerald, Ooh. uh, who was nominated for best actor and best supporting actor at the same time for the, for the same movie. Um, and one for best supporting actor for going my way. So, yes, and therefore lost the best actor. actor so, nice for job. Going my good, way. Good yeah. trick question. Yes. He, he changed his name from Shields to Fitzgerald, huh? Yeah, he had a brother yes. named Arthur Shields who was an actor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he didn't want the same name there. And Danielovich is, um, isn't that Kirk Douglas? Yeah. Um, I think it is. Or he was nominated for champion, I think. That's that's 49, right? Yeah, so that you tell me that the title is champion, I can I can uh, confirm that that is also Kirk Douglas. Nice job. <laughs> okay. All right, good. And uh and that's the other one I almost Bomb Gardner is James Garner, I I would imagine, right? For and I think he was only nominated once for Murphy's Romance. Bum Garner is James Garner. Murphy's right. romance. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's leave it there. Okay. So the ones we have left are Jenkins from 1953, May Pother from 1995, Bonji from 2003, Bottom from 2005, and Douglas from 2014. All right. That sounds good. And uh, Lori, go ahead. Well, I'm sure most of you saw that Taylor Swift was picked as Person of the Year by Time Magazine, and this these these questions revolve around her. There are seven other women who have been individually named as winners. I'd like to know those seven. And as the two other bonus questions, one is uh, the award started in 1927 as Man of the Year. What year did Time decide to call it Person of the Year? Give you within like two years of that. And Taylor Swift was actually mentioned once before 
in one of the group awards that won for a person of the year. Occasionally, they give group awards like for Good Samaritans and Middle Americans. How was she named or with what group was she named? So mainly I'm looking for the seven other individual women who have been named as person of the year, but also what year the title changed and what other group she with Taylor Swift was mentioned in. Give you two each. Yeah, Joanne's Joanne's uh, right that uh, Wallace Simpson was was on um, the year that uh, Edward abdicated. So yeah, thirty six, right. thirty seven, and she was the first. Just to put it in time, she was the first woman to win Man of the Year. Very good. Give her a bell for that. Right. All right. Keep going. And um, was Thatcher ever person of the year? She might have. Thatcher, you know, that's a good. Not. It's a great guess, and she didn't. She never won, kind of surprisingly. All right, I just have to think about this. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt? No, Eleanor Roosevelt never won. Well, it was a Republican magazine, so I would expect. That's a good point. Um, okay, what about QE two. Yes, QE two. <laughs> yes, Queen Elizabeth won in 1952. She was the third winner, so we're looking for someone. Sandwich in between Wallace Simpson and QE2. I was thinking it was the ocean liner for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay, well, just give me your question once more, everyone. So Taylor Swift won, and I'm looking for now the five other women that were individually named as person of the year. I'm also looking in what year for you to guess or for you to know what year time changed the title from man of the year to person of the year. And Taylor Swift surprised me was named it some, some year when they have some years when they have a group they'll name individual people who stood out in the group and she was one of those people and i want to know which group she was uh semi-awarded with that one person of the year all right Great. and uh you are listening to minds over matter we're here every saturday morning at 10 a.m hope you're enjoying the show we would love to hear from you so if you would like to give us a call those two numbers are area code 415 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Our panel today, that would be Kira Pace, Technical Editor, Lori Fisher, Teacher at Davo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. And um, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello? Hello, you're on. Hello. Oh, good. Hi. How are you? This is Fran. Um, on Taylor Swift, I heard this uh, yesterday. How much has she made on her Eros tour so far, just on the tour? It's over a billion, isn't it? A billion. A billion, yeah. She made wow. several million <laughs> on other things, I think, of video and selling things, but it was a billion already. I thought um, she had generated that amount of money, not that she made that, but that's impressive. Oh, well, you well what I mean is it generated, yeah. You're right. yeah. I mean, right. the film, the Eros tour made that, yeah. I don't know what she got, though. So I have a question that I don't think you're going to get. And <laughs> the um, the original MGM Lion, do you remember that? Yes. Sure. Yeah. The, I don't know what year it was, but when it came out with the uh, on your film, you saw the MGM lion. Or um, somebody told me where that lion actually came from that they used. Anybody know? 
You mean literally where they got the lion yes, to be absolutely, yes. the logo? Where did, they, where did they get that lion from? Yes. I would, I'm would. i going to make a bad guess and say it was the Los Angeles Zoo, but probably it was from somebody's <laughs> private collection. I, have, I don't know. <laughs> You're very close. Uh, um, so San Diego Zoo? The, the, uh, no, but the zoo part is right. Is it the San Francisco Zoo? No. All right. Uh, what, but it is from this? a zoo. Was it somebody's private zoo? Oh, it's in Europe. Yeah. Oh. Anybody that could be anybody. Yeah. What, what year do you think it was, Dana? The twenties. Well, they, I don't know if they always use the same lion, but they started using it in the, the original. Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. Was it an Italian zoo by any chance? No. Okay. All right, you can tell us. It was the Phoenix. Park Zoo in uh, Ireland, in Dublin. Hmm. A friend of so. mine told me that from Ireland. That's where I got the information <laughs> from. But right. I believe it. <laughs> I believe well, it. Um, happy um, December, whatever that means to everybody. And uh, all of you, be well and thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy holidays thank to you, friend. Bye-bye. You too, Kira. Bye. Bye. And, um, well, now I know you're on the first name basis. Uh, <laughs> please give us a call, area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's 415-841-4134 with a question or answer. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Okay, I'll give you a couple of questions here. Um, according to a survey done by Parents Magazine, this is about this information about two years old, but I, I, I strongly suspect that, that nothing on it has changed. According to a survey done by Parents Magazine, what are the 10 foods most disliked by children in the United States? <laughs> according to a survey done by Parents Magazine, what are the 10 foods most disliked by children in the United States? Now, uh, I, I'm going to point out to you um, that these are not, I mean, these can be prepared foods, but they are, uh, they are not dishes. In other words, they are single foods, basically. So it's not like, you know, chili rellenos or something like that. But they, so, could, be, they could be fruits or vegetables, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, jo- Joanne, Joanne ran for spinach as the first guess. Spinach is number nine. Yes. Mm. yes. I'm going with broccoli. Yeah. Broccoli is uh, number three. All right, Gloria, I'll give you one guess. Spinach, number nine. Yes. I don't even know. If, I would guess kale, but I don't think we offer kale to kids. Yeah, right? I don't know. Kale yeah. is not on the list. No. Yeah. Um, think for a minute here. What do I want to go with? Wanna, how about Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts, number one. Really? Yes. Yeah. Brussels sprouts is the liver of the vegetable world. <laughs> Kids today uh, don't know how good they have it because they used to be way more bitter. They brought out a lot of bitterness in Brussels sprouts. Is that right? It's true. They did yeah. genetic uh, GMOs on them or something? No, it's just you 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 breed for like the less bitter and uh Yeah. We are. Maybe, that, maybe that's why I like them now. Anyway, all right. Well, when they get to the point where they taste like Lucky Charms, then then I'll eat them. Are, are so. many more? Are are many more of them vegetables, or should we be moving out of the vegetable world? 
It's it's all around that general, you know, fruits and vegetables sort of thing. Yeah. Most of it anyway. Uh, okay. So once more, according to a survey done by Parents Magazine, what are the 10 foods most disliked by children in the United States? So far, we have Brussels sprouts, uh, broccoli, and spinach. Um, we'll let you guess again later on. And uh, I came across the Rolling Stones uh, list of worst Christmas songs of all time. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the two songs, and I want you to tell me who the artists are, okay? Two songs from the Rolling Stones list of the worst Christmas songs of all time. Um, one guess each. So the first is, who recorded Please Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on Christmas? Please, Daddy, don't get drunk on Christmas. Who recorded that? And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that these are really famous or famous. Oh enough. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not. Uh, no, yeah. uh, these these are not one hit wonder. Well, I take it back. One of them is kind of a one hit wonder. And um, the other is. Let's see. I'll give you three actually. Uh, the next is Twinkle Twinkle Little Me. Great title. And the last is Dominic the Donkey. Dominic the Donkey? Yes, Dominic the Donkey. So these are on the list of Rolling Stones' worst Christmas songs of all time. I'm asking you who the artists are. Uh, the first three different artists, three different songs. The first is Please Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on Christmas. The second is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me. And the third is Dominic the Donkey. I, I don't know the answers. But I want it on the record that Dana is reading Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, no. that, that's worth noting for. He's no, reading just, a list from for, Rolling Stone but magazine. For all his yes. state of pop music. Kira, ever that. the realist. Yes, figured it out. <laughs> um, yes, I am. No. All right. So do you have the full list there? No, I don't. Oh. But I, I've seen the full list. Do you have a question about it? Yeah. Is Wonderful Christmas Time on there? Because that is the worst song of all it is, of Christmas. It is the worst. The worst song. Is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? That is on there, too. We <laughs> no, the pa- Patsy and Elmo classic. No. No. Was- <laughs> okay. So uh, just once more, according to a survey done by Parents Magazine, what are the 10 foods most disliked by children in the United States? So far, we have Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and spinach. And uh, I gave you three songs from the Rolling Stone list of the worst Christmas songs of all time. What I'm looking for, uh, who I'm looking for are the recording artists for each of the songs. Uh, The first is Daddy, Please Don't Get Drunk on Christmas. I think that's a reasonable request. And uh, the second is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me. And the third is Dominic the Donkey. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess on that, please, Daddy. Uh, I'm just gonna go country and say Garth Brooks. You know that's that's a pretty decent guess, uh, but but no, not it's not uh, it's not Garth Brooks. But that that you're yeah, it's it's a that's a reasonable guess in the, in terms of the actual artist. So I'm on the same song, I'm gonna guess Tom Waits. For Daddy no, Don't Get Drunk. no, okay. no. Tom Waits is way too ironic to do this stuff. Um, <laughs> but yes. Anyway. And all, are all of these contemporary artists still recording? They're not like from the Brenda Lee, Bobby Rydell days, right? I, I'm not sure about if one of them is still alive, but the other two 
Uh, no, two of them are, are deceased and one is still recording. Okay. So, and uh, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning. First of all, happy Hanukkah from Eid and his family. Thank you. Okay, very Thank good. You. So I have really something very much related to Hanukkah. Before I say that, uh, just like to repeat again that the word Semitic is a group of language referred to Arabic, Hebrew, Aramaic, and others. So both Arabs and really, you know, Muslim, Christian, and Jews are Semitic. So we should exploit, we should fight exploiting that by people who are making division more than anything else. So regarding that, I have a question about movies. And really, this movie is perfect for today. Everybody, please watch it. It was a 1954 Hollywood movie. started Victor Mature, Gene Simmons, uh, Peter Yustinov, and it was about the first man to call for monotheism. It was not Abraham. It was not Moses. Anybody, you know, it was an Egyptian. Do you know the name of that pharaoh, who called, the first person who advanced the concept of monotheism? Yes, the yeah, Egyptian. No, you know that. Who <laughs> is he? <laughs> the Egyptian. It's called the Egyptian. No, no, the Pharaoh, the name of the Pharaoh. Oh, Pharaoh, uh, Michael Wilding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was Akhenaten. Akhenaten. Yes. Akhenaten. Yes. Akhenaten, it's spelled in different ways. He was. Now, that movie, the Egyptian, really, really, everybody should watch it. It is a classic. It's just like, it came about the same time as Cleopatra, you know, The Rope, all of this religious oriented movie. It is a great movie. It's over two, about two and a half hours. It's just really the best, in my opinion, best made mo- Hollywood movie ever. It is. It makes some time today, and really, it goes back to that that details and the scenes are beautiful. The actors and actors are beautiful. The best, Victor Mature, Gene Simmons, and uh, Peter Strauss and others. Just beautiful movie. One, I don't think uh, it's. I don't think it's two and a half hours. Either. It may uh, seem two, like two I, and a half hours, but it's it, it, uh, over two hours. I believe it's okay. over. Tw- right. Yeah, it is. It is long, but the uh, the last point I want to one of your audience uh, to please call and explain to us who are the Maccabees, you know, in the spirit of the uh, and why do we have you know the candles uh, represent the holiday of Hanukkah? So that is an audience audience question. Would you take right. that? Thank you very much. All the great show. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yes, the Egyptian. Uh, Michael Wilding is the English blue-eyed pharaoh, <laughs> but I guess things are all things are possible in Hollywood. Yes. Um, anyway, let's see. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Um, I think I have uh, two guesses as to women who were Person of the Year on Time Magazine. Yes. <laughs> Uh, one is Mother Teresa. No. Surprisingly, no. Mother Teresa did not win. Okay. Um, then the second one is probably wrong. Um, Golden Meyer. No. Also n- did not win. I'm surprised at both, but they didn't. Wow. Great guesses. Really good. Okay. Well, have fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sorry. Yeah. 
And if you would like to give us a call, we have some lines open right now. Area code 415-841-4134. Again, this is Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. And uh, that number is 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. Chris is wondering if one of the foods that kids hate is tomatoes or liver. Mm. You know, liver surprised me not on there. I don't know why, because I never I mean, parents aren't making their kids eat it anymore. That's oh, it. maybe you're right about yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah that could like be. kale or something. Yeah. Yeah. What about tomatoes? Uh, but um, tomatoes is on there. Yes. Good job okay. on that. Tomatoes. Yeah. Hmm. Too bad. Yep. And Kira, it is your turn. Okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, I gave you some twin films. I have a few more twin films for you. Uh, these are films where there's uh, they're usually released within, say, a year of each other, and there's uh, a major commonality between the two films. Uh, so the first one I have is from 1931, uh, films about female spies the two films released in 1931 are about female spies second one 1973 and 74 a conspiracy thriller film regarding the assassination of a u.s president or presidential candidate uh the next one's a threefer uh 1984 1985 and 1986 these are fictional evil creatures that are small and highly destructive these are triplets. Yeah. 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 From 1986, we have two movies about toy lines that feature robots that change form. Uh, in 1994 and 1995, we have drag queens go on a cross country road trip. And finally, from 1998 and 1999, a man's life is televised 24 hours a day. Mm. So, well, again. Oh, well, well, I have a, I, I need my, I need Dana help me. I'm pretty sure in 1973, the assassination, one of them is the parallax view, but I don't know the other one unless it's, did you say it's about the, which is uh, political assassination? Yes. Uh, of a U.S. president or U.S. presidential candidate. Is he, well, is he right about the parallax view? He is. And then is the other one winter kills? No, we don't have that. Is that? Uh, when was Manchurian okay. Candidate? That was before. Well, that's 62. Yeah. Okay, way before. So that's that. different. And the remake is after that. Um, huh. All right. 73. So I go, hey. All right. Go through that list. If you don't mind, Carrie, go through that sure. list once more. 1931, film about, or films about female spies. 1973 and 74 conspiracy thriller film regarding the assassination of a U.S. president or presidential candidate, 1984, 1985, and 1986, so this is three of them, fictional evil creatures that are small and highly destructive. From 1986, movies about toy lines featuring robots that change form. Uh, From 1994 and 1995, drag queens go on a cross-country road trip. And from 1998 and 1999, a man's life is televised 24 hours a day. And the last one, one of them has to be the Truman Show, correct? 
in the the twenty four hour a day thing. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Dana, you get the other one. The other ones that is that one with Matthew McConaughey. Is that is that the one? I uh, believe that's correct. But I gotta think. I can't think what the title is. Um, hmm. And the one about the female spies. One of them is probably Dishonored with Marlena Dietrich, and mm-hmm. that's thirty one. The other is much tougher. The other is um, is the one with Helen Twelve Trees. Uh, oh, maybe that's not. Um, no, the the lead in the other one is a very big name. Joanne is just it? guessed it, Ninochka. Uh Oh, I don't have Ninochka. No, she's not a spy, and it's the wrong year. So, <laughs> um, thirty-one. That's that's tough. Yeah. So I don't know. I got to think about that. One, but one is dishonored. And well, um, if it helps at all, the the star of each of these movies uh, is listed in Madonna's Vogue. So. <laughs> it may help some. Yeah, the audience is on that. People would help. Dana, yeah. I have one more question for you. Is seven yes. days in May? Would that be the parallax view? No. Okay. No, that's mid sixties. So okay. she and I, I, I imagine the one with the creatures. One of them is Gremlins, right? Ooh. One of them is Gremlins. That is nineteen eighty four. Yeah, we need two more of those. Two more. Yeah. So okay, all right. Call in. We need help. Yeah. And the numbers to join us: area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Again, that's area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. This is Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at ten a.m. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie and Napa. And Good morning. Happy holidays to all. Thank uh, you. You too. Is uh, okra one of the awful foods? No. I, it's interesting. That's an interesting guess. Um, maybe it's a little regional. I, maybe it's not. I, I'm not really sure, but it's not anyway. All righty. So um, what state? has the highest percentage of its population over the age of 65. And I'll give you a hint. It's not Florida. Arizona? No. Ooh. Now, this well, this may not Florida be... Florida number the, two. <laughs> yeah. This may not be the answer. because I, I just that I remember reading that the state with the oldest average population is Maine. That's but right. I don't, I don't know how you know it? that. Okay. <laughs> yep. Wow. Um, Maine is 21.8%. Uh, Florida is 21.2%. Um, although the highest is Puerto Rico, but it's not a state, 22.3. Um, and the lowest percentage over 65 in the United States is Utah with about 12%. So, um, Lots of kids. The Marvel... Cinematic Universe, um, as of about a month ago at least, how many total films does that comprise? Much more likely. Any of them. <laughs> no, I, I I don't like superhero movies. Uh, well, I know there's, like, in that first series or whatever it's called, uh, it has a name. It was, it was like, 20-something. So, 
I'm going to go with 27. 32. Ah. Pretty close. 32 films, 30 billion. Wow. The, the next closest is Star Wars. It only has 12 films. That's how big Marvel blew that up. So Whoa. thank you for the show. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And I, I thought when Tom said okra, that he was guessing Oprah for uh, person of the year. So I just heard that. But just so people know, Oprah was never person of the year either. I was looking at my list. Hmm. All right. Let's see here. Um, Mr. Ted is wondering by via email if the drag queen films Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and to Wong Fu, uh, thanks for everything. Uh, Mr. Ted is correct on both counts. There you go. Say the titles again. Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar is the second one, and The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is the first. All right. I should say that Cynthia Cynthia came up with the same answer, so good for you, Cynthia. And um, let's see what else we have here. And CM is wondering, uh, foods kids don't like, lima beans. Now, I just have beans, but I'm going to assume that lima beans is high up on that list. So so I will say yes. Correct. Good guess. Lima beans are the Brussels sprouts of beans. <laughs> and uh, yes. So good job on that. Uh, and Laurie, I think it's your turn. All right. Well, the great... Norman Lear passed away this week, and I read a lot about him and have four questions related to him. I'll run by them quickly and then give you some time to answer. I did not know that he was nominated for an Oscar for writing the screenplay for a movie. What was the movie? It was 1967, so well before All in the Family. Number two is in a pilot episode of All of the Family, a sound or noise was heard on TV that had never been heard on TV before. What was that sound or noise? Uh, as far as the original getting the rights to do to, uh, to the show, which came from England, CBS wanted the rights and wanted to cast what television star is Archie Bunker, but they didn't get the rights. Lear got the rights and the first person he offered it to was who? Who turned it down? And the last question is, I did not know in 2019, there was a live re- reboot of a live episode of All in the Family hosted by Norman Lear and Jimmy Kimmel, and which two Oscar-nominated stars played Archie and Edith Bunker. So I'm looking for what film was Lear nominated for an Oscar for? In the pilot episode, what what sound was unique and heard for the first time on TV? CBS wanted to cast what TV star? Didn't get the rights. Lear wanted to cast what movie star? And turned it down. And which Oscar-nominated stars starred as Archie and Edith in the reboot? I can only do one of them, and it is the sound of a turlet flushing. <laughs> and you gave it the right accent, too. Turlet. The yep. turlet flushing. The turlet flushing. It was quite one of the more controversial things of episode one. Excellent work. The turlet flushing. Yeah, 1969 was the first time it was heard on TV. I'm not sure it's been heard since, but probably has. Oh, yeah. Have- There's a little show called Married with Children that okay. I definitely. Regular I think sound. they had like a few different like <laughs> buttons that were just for the flushing sound. All right. Dana, you have one? I, you know, I, it seems to me I saw some of that Jimmy Kimmel recreation of All in the Family. Of course, I can't think of who was doing it now. And once we're off the air, people watch it. It's pretty interesting to see these two stars and Kevin Bacon is a guest star at the, at the dinner table for a Christmas dinner. Weren't they, didn't they, didn't they make them African American? 
Did the Archie and Edith? There might have been a different thing. In the reboot, they also rebooted the Jeffersons with also a big cast. But, but yeah. this one was all in the family, and they were still as white as could be. Okay. And, yeah. and uh, let's see. I think Norman Lear was nominated for a movie wrote with Bud York, Divorce American Style. Very okay. good. With Dick yeah. Van Dyke and Debbie Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Great. All right. And uh, I know that? I've heard him tell a story about how they offered it to Mickey Rooney. That's right. At, and, at some point. And Mickey Rooney turned it down because he thought it was too un-American, the role yeah. itself. All right. So we sort yeah. of have two and one and a half laying out there. CBS wanted to cast what TV star is Archie, but they didn't get the rights. And which two Oscar nominated, meaning they're pretty prominent stars, became Archie and Edith. Uh, in the live reboot with Jimmy Kimmel and Norman, Norman Lear. Okay. All right. Move that out. And the two numbers to join us uh, with a question or answer, area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And we are about a little past halfway through. So let's repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. Kira, we'll start with you. Uh, real quick, is Dominic is Dominic the donkey? Is that Ringo Starr? It is not okay. Ringo Starr. <laughs> no, right. I don't know why I had that in my head. Okay, so uh, I gave you the surnames of some actors in the years for which they were nominated for a Best Actor Oscar. They did not win. I want the title of the movie that they received the Oscar nomination for. Uh, the trick is that all the surnames I've, I've given you were the ones on their birth certificates. The ones we have left are Jenkins from 1953, May Pother from 1995, Bonji from 2003, Bottom from 2005, and Douglas from 2014. Also, I've given you a number of twin films. Uh, these are films that were released at roughly the same time with uh, similar concepts. So the ones we have left are from 1931, Films About Female Spies. Uh, from 1973 and 74, conspiracy thriller film regarding the assassination of a U.S. president or U.S. presidential candidate. We have the parallax view looking for its twin. From 1980, sorry, 1984, 1985, and 1986, fictional evil creatures that are small and highly destructive. We have gremlins from 1984 looking for the other two films. Uh, from 1986, Two movies about toy lines featuring robots that change form. And finally, from 1998 and 1999, A Man's Life is televised 24 hours a day. We have The Truman Show from 1998, so we're looking for its 1999 twin. Dana, would would Chuck, the first Chucky, been in 1986? Would that be a toy about a robot who changed forms? I'm not sure. Oh, Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how far back that goes. Yeah. So I'm not a, a Chucky devotee. Uh, they're the 80s, but no, that is okay. incorrect. Okay. Chucky is just Chucky all the way all through. Right. Yeah. I am looking for Man of the Year, and I'm looking for the year that title became Person of the Year. Uh, Taylor Swift won this year. I'm looking for the other group in which she was mentioned when a group won and she was one of the people mentioned along with the other people in this group. And then I'm looking for the five other women. We have Wallace Simpson and Queen QE2, Queen Elizabeth II, and we need the rest of that list. And then I'm looking for in from Norman Lear when they did the live reboot, who played um, Oscar, not Oscar, Archie and Edith. 
And who did CBS, what TV star did CBS wa- really want to play the role of Archie Bunker? That's what I am. Did Mary um, Curie I, ever win Person of the Year? Say it again. Mary Curie? No. Okay. I think she would have been too early, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think this woman was on with her husband, but is is uh, Madame Chiang Kai-shek? Is yes. That yes. The only one All with right. a husband. Sun Mi Ling was her name in 1937. The only time two women in a row won, Wallace Simpson in 36. Yeah. And there is, right. uh, as a hint, there is one other pairing of a man and a woman, but not husband and wife. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm sorry. So what I have here is, according to a survey done by Parents Magazine, what are the 10 foods most disliked by children in the United States? So far, we have Brussels sprouts, broccoli, tomatoes, and oh, beans and spinach. Uh, so we still have some left on that list. How about and is avocado what? on that list? Um, yes, it is. Ooh, ooh. Avocado's on that list. Very good. Uh, and, um, I have a, from the list of the worst, according to Rolling Stone, the list of the worst Christmas songs of all time, I selected three. Again, these are from the Rolling Stone list of the worst Christmas songs. Uh, what I'd like you to do is tell me the recording artist. So the first is Daddy, Please Don't Get Drunk on Christmas. The second is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me. And the third is Dominic the Donkey. So tell me the artists or recording artists involved with that. And uh, let's see. I think it's my turn here. So I'll ask you a far different question. Um, What country has the largest population of Germans living outside Germany? What country has the largest population of Germans living outside Germany? Is this also Argentina? <laughs> well, if it was 1946, I might agree with you. But uh, but no, it is not Argentina. No. Is, so, it, is, it, is it outside of Europe? Uh, I don't think I'm going to say where it is in the world. But um, anyway, what country has the largest population of Germans living outside Germany? Oh, how about Montreal? So well, Canada? that's in Canada. So you're thinking, are you saying Canada? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying Canada. Sorry, I'm <laughs> shit again. I'm saying Canada. Uh, no, it is not Canada. And Joanne is guessing Austria. It is not Austria. Okay. So once more, what country has the largest population of Germans living outside of Germany? And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, this is Rita in San Francisco. Hi. Hi. And um, Dana, I love the question about the suspension bridges last week. Oh, um, great. So much so that I'd like to follow up with one. Um, right. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania has three, uh, the three sisters that are self-supporting uh, suspension bridges, um, all painted a lovely same yellow. And I'm wondering, I have two questions. The first one is, can anyone tell me what river they cross? Is it the Monongahela? Yeah. That is one of the three rivers, but it's not the one that these three bridges go across. They all go across the same river, huh? 
Yeah. Well, there, there, there are two. Pittsburgh is at the confluence of two rivers. Two rivers that form the third, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Kira, Kira, do you have any knowledge about this? Oh. I can't remember. It's like, Sus- is it Susquehanna or something oh, like that? Oh, very good. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. No, that's that's further east in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, that would that didn't seem right. I eh, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I know, I, I don't remember the full names of the bridges, but aren't a couple of them named after forts? No, those um, those were the um, those are two different bridges over different rivers. That's the right. Fort Pitt and Fort Duquesne bridges. Um, but it, the uh, three bridges, the three sisters, uh, they're only a block or two apart from each other, and they go over the Allegheny River. Oh, it's right. the Allegheny and Monongahela that form the Ohio River. Yeah. And okay. those three bridges have been named after, uh, they've been given different names. Uh, they were the 6th, 7th, and 9th Street bridges, but now they're named over uh, people with uh, two of whom were born in Pittsburgh, very, very well known, and a third um, also very well known, although he is a sports figure, and I realize that's not um, necessarily the expertise of this group. No, I do know that the third one, because I just saw a documentary about him, and Lori probably knows too. Um, is it Roberta Clemente? That's correct. Um, yeah. Athlete okay. and humanitarian. Is one of them uh, Andy Warhol? It certainly is. Really? Oh, good it's job. Great. A bell. And we're looking for the, the third one? Is it another, one, male, another man? Pardon? Is no, it it's a woman, and uh, she is an author, uh, again, a very well-known name. But is somebody from Pittsburgh? Yes. Hmm. And hmm. she wrote a book that was um, uh, sort of uh, sparked a, a movement in this country. A woman of course? No. And it's in the, it's, I, I'm going to tell you it's in the area of the environment. Rachel Carson? Absolutely. Give oh, yourself a bell. Yeah, well, give yourself a good hint. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much. Uh, really, really enjoyed the show. Oh, and I don't know who might have come up with the those worst Christmas songs, but my three candidates from my childhood are rocking around the Christmas tree. No. Jingle Bell Rock, and um, oh, thank goodness at the moment I can't remember the other one. But thanks well, very much for a terrific show. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for the as questions. A, as a sidebar, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is now number one for the first yeah. time ever, the original yeah. Brenda Lee version. I didn't realize she was 13. Like, that's a 13-year-old singer. Yes. That's crazy. I, that I never would have guessed. And I think she's still alive, finally enjoying some success with it. Oh, yeah. So. No, she's still alive. Yeah. Still, that's true. Yeah. 13 years old is, is amazing. Yeah. Well, hope she's getting residuals. Well, and, she didn't uh, listen to the show, our show. You know? <laughs> uh, Peter is wondering worst. if uh, some of the foods that kids hate are turnips or asparagus. Uh, no turnips. Which is kind of surprising, actually, because I, I know I don't know anybody who really likes them that much. And uh, 
Uh, and, but asparagus is on there. So it's good. Good job on that. Joanne thinks it's carrots. No, no carrots. Carrots is one of the more like, tolerable. They like carrots, yeah. I think, I think you don't feed kids turnips. That's why they, they don't get a chance to dislike them. That could be. Yeah. That could be. So, so far we have Brussels sprouts, broccoli, tomatoes, avocados, beans, uh, spinach, and asparagus. What so about just, raisins? Raisins. No, there, there's no, um, there's too much sugar in raisins to be too objectionable, I guess. Um, but, uh, Raisins, that's kind of a Hanukkah. Is, is, are raisins kind of a Hanukkah food? I, I, I hate raisins. I hate them. Uh, I find them insidious. But this is they just show personal. up where you're not expecting them. All right. Um, <laughs> no, raisins are the worst. No, all right. Kids okay. like them. No. Get, you know, this kid did not like them. This, <laughs> no. Well, I would, I would be more likely to, to think that prunes would show up over yeah. raisins. What kids eating or what kid is eating prunes, though? You never know. Constipated ones. That's what yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, who has a question they want to throw in? I have one, but Kira, go ahead. All right. Uh, a pasta noodle called patitum that was originally rice-shaped was first developed in 1953 by an Israeli food company called Osom. Why was it produced and what person is referenced in the nickname for this pasta? Can you spell it, please? Uh, P-T-I-T-I-M. I never even heard of it. And, and that's not the nickname. So we don't. We would need to know the nickname to know the famous person? Yes. Okay. I've never heard of it. So why was it developed? That was the first question. Why yeah. was it developed, Lori? Well, I don't know. 1953 in Israel. Well, was it developed for... Uh specific health reason you know for instance it had a lot of a certain quality of vitamins or something that's going to you know they want children to eat and grow with or or was it was there a shortage of the kind of flour they usually make the pasta with and they used a different kind of thing that was plentiful um i'm going to give that to you it's uh the it's rice shaped uh, and the reason it's rice shaped is because, uh, rice was short. So they, they made oh, wheat, uh. wheat. So it's like noodle couscous, rice. you mean? It's like a little kind of couscous sort of thing? Uh, it's more like orzo. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. So that's, that's why they made it, right? So that's the, the why. People. Okay. Yeah. And now the nickname is nicknamed after someone famous in Israeli person. I mean, it would make sense. I know it makes sense, man. Right? So that's what. Okay. So who was famous uh, in 1953? So yes, yeah. so it was. Uh, it was created. The the full explanation is that it was created as a wheat based rice substitute during austerity in Israel. Mm. Oh, if that helps, but, which it might. But it is it is it is named after somebody? It's yes. The nickname for this pasta involves the name. Oh, the nickname of the pasta. Okay, yes. not the, the, yeah. the name of the pasta is Petitum. All right. Oh. And, and this person is Israeli, not just Jewish, correct? Yes. So it's not Einstein or somebody. Okay. Is it any relation to David Ben Gurion? Uh, yeah, I'll call it a relation, and I'll just give it to you because it's David Ben Gurion. Uh, <laughs> he's the one who requested the rice substitute. And so that's why people of a certain age will call it David Ben Gurion rice. Oh, okay. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> All right. 
And uh, let's see. Okay. So Buck is wondering if the other assassination film is The Day of the Jackal. Is that is that right? Day no, of the Jackal? It's no. not what I have anyway. And that wasn't I mean, an, it could be around in, the same time. That wasn't an American yeah. press. Yours is an American president being assassinated, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, Day of Jackal wasn't. I'll even at this since ten minutes to go. I'll I'll tell you that it starred Burt Lancaster. If that helps. Oh, Ooh. you sure it's not Winter Kills? Because that's okay. That is about. It's not what I have. It's entirely possible there is yet another one from the same right. general. Era. And we know it's not Seven Days in May, but he was in that. I don't. No, know. no, no. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Deb is wondering foods that kids don't like is eggplant. Ooh. Which is a really great guess, and I don't know why it's not on the list Ooh, of ten. Much. Maybe it's again, it's it's not something that it's terribly common. You know, most dinner tables don't routinely serve eggplant, so huh? But no, that's a good guess though. And uh, the two numbers to join us, we have a few minutes left. We'd love to hear from you. Um, area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. Give us a call. Uh, we'll take that call in the next few minutes. And let's go to a call right now. Hi, you're on Miser of Matter. Good afternoon, folks. It's Sparky and Manny in Connecticut. How are you all doing? Hey, Good. hello. All right. Let's go Let's go on down the list. Uh, playing Archie and Edith were on the live version were uh, Woody Harrelson and Marissa Tomei. Absolutely right. And they're yeah, really people look it up. Great. <laughs> um, uh, kind of food that kids hate. How about liver? No, it's not on the list. Uh, weirdly enough, lucky them. Uh, Jenkins, that is that Richard Burton for the robe. It is Richard Burton for the robe. Oh. Yay! You never won. Right. Uh, Christmas tunes. Uh, Dominic the Donkey was by Lou Monty. Correct. Lou Monty. And Daddy, uh, please don't get drunk for Christmas. I ask you, I beg you. Um, it's John Denver. It is John Denver. Yes. Um, and one of the uh, uh, females uh, uh, Times Person of the Year is uh, Greta Thunberg. Yes. She was in 2019, yeah. the youngest, the youngest one ever. Thank you. Yeah. Great job. Okay. Uh, a little quick one. Um, you were mentioning Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, uh, done in 1958, and I think recorded with a bunch of Nashville's, uh, finest, um, uh, musicians. Who played piano on that? In 58? Yep. So I'll, I'll wildly guess Jerry Lee Lewis. No, it wasn't. All right, but it, but I'm in the right rock and roll, or is it more countryish? He was more uh, countryish. Um, he was solo. He certainly played a lot of sessions. I think he played uh, with uh, Elvis uh, on a few tunes too. And had a had a single career. Yes, he did. Hmm. Yeah. hmm. Think of other mm-hmm. and. and this, would, this, would this person's genre be more middle of the road, more Andre Previn or somebody like that, or more closer to Jerry? No, Lee? no, no, definitely, definitely countryish. He was, the, you know, country gentleman type uh, piano player, very well respected. Wow. 
No, I don't know. I'll give it to you. Floyd Kramer. Oh, no kidding. All right. That's great. All right, I'll make it easier on you. Who played saxophone on that? <laughs> 1958. Also had a solo career? He did have a solo career. In fact, he was best known for one particular tune from the 60s that shows up a lot on comedy shows. Oh, Yakety Sax? Absolutely. Who, who played it? Well, who did Yakety Sax? I forget. Um... Perez Prado. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying that name. <laughs> Time's getting on, uh, I'll tell you. It's uh, Boots Randolph. Boots, okay. Oh, that's Okay, great. we're done. All right. All. Thanks, Marky. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And let's see. Uh, Rita's wondering if one of the foods the kids hate is meatloaf. No, none of these are really prepared dishes in, other, in, in terms of uh, like a you know a main dish for dinner sort of thing. I happen to like meatloaf very much, but um, you know I know there are people that do not. But did you like it as a kid? I did. I still right. I still like it. And uh, Deb is wondering if um, about the same thing. Kids of Asian descent. Um, get that for dinner. I remember particularly long dinner um, where I couldn't leave the table until I cleaned my plate and it was eggplant. Oh, so I got that. She, she identifies that with torture apparently. And uh, all right. I know how you feel. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Um, got a guest for the, uh, Creatures movies. Oh, please. Gremlins. Gremlins. And I think the other one is Goonies. Uh, I'm not. Do you. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Goonies. Okay. Goonies. 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 Not not Goonies, but Ghoulies. Uh, (laughs) So if you said Ghoulies, which is Mershka Hargitay in her film debut, then you are correct. The end of the show. So it's definitely correct. Yes. Okay. Nice job. I, I thought the third one was Child's Play, which was the original uh, Chucky movie, but you uh, said it wasn't a Chucky movie. Uh, you know what? That That's fair, based on the description I gave. Uh, so I was thinking of, like, multiple creatures as opposed to one single malevolent creature. Uh, so um, it's not Child's Play. It's the end of the show. So I was looking for critters. Critters, okay. And I think the other food that the kids don't like is my kids hated beets when they were growing up. Did you say, I'm sorry, what did you say? Beats? Beats, yes. Beats is correct. Very good. Nice job. I'm sorry we have to, we have to run because we're almost out of time. But thank you very much for the call. But you were right about Beats. Good job. And all right, time to clean up here. Akira, what do you got? All right. Of the actors uh, who did not win Best Actor in these particular years, May Pother 95 is Tom Cruise and Jerry mm-hmm. Maguire. Bonji 2003 is Sir Ben Kingsley in House of Sand and Fog. Bottom 2005 is Joaquin Phoenix in Walk the Line. And Douglas 2014 is Michael Keaton in Birdman. The hmm. twin films, the one opposite uh, Dishonored in 1931, starred Greta Garbo. It was Mata oh, Hari. Oh, Mata Hari. Yes. Yeah. Uh, opposite Parallax View in 1973, Burt Lancaster in Executive Action. Oh, uh, the two movies about toy lines featuring robots changing form, that's GoBots, Battle of the Rock Lords, and The Transformers, the movie. Uh, and finally, the show or the movie opposite Truman Show, Man's Life is televised 24 hours a day. That is Ed TV. Okay. Uh, quickly, Lori. 
PBS wanted to cast Jackie Gleason as Archie Bunker. Uh, and person of the year, the ones we didn't get were Corazon Aquino, Angela Merkel, and Kamala Harris. 1999 was the year person of the year became the title rather than uh, man of the year. And uh, Taylor Swift was in the silence breaker. She was mentioned in the Me Too movement in 2017. That's it. All right. And the most Germans living abroad are in Switzerland, 450,000. And uh, the other foods on the kids' hate list, uh, mushrooms and cauliflower. So, do we eat cauliflower? I don't remember. Sorry. No. And um, let's see. The only worst Christmas song nobody got, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me, that is Stevie Wonder. 